0: Hi, it's Roger Sitkins. Welcome to Winning Strategies. Today I'm going to start a two-part series on essential questions for agency leaders. Lately I've conducted quite a bit of research with agency owners, agency leaders, mainly to identify their biggest concerns, their biggest problems and just asking them what's frustrating them the most today. Well, based upon this research and my decades of helping agencies grow and become more profitable, I've developed a list of essential questions that I believe agency owners need to answer. Now, knowing the answers to these questions can become the foundation for an annual strategic business plan, which unfortunately more than 80% of agencies don't have. So here are some of the questions and some of the responses I have. First one, how will my agency differentiate? Well, you know, it's a very crowded playing field out there today. As you've probably become painfully aware, your direct writing and online competitors are continually reminding the public that insurance is all about price, 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 and nothing else. The consumers are constantly bombarded with messages, directing them to call this 800 number for a free quote. Click here for a free, no obligation quote. To me, differentiation starts by telling your story. What's your story of differentiation? What is it that's unique about you? What's your unique approach? In our Producer Fit program, we talk about purpose, process, and payoff, the three Ps. What is the purpose of your unique approach? What is the process you're going to take your prospects through? And by the way, look, copy, quote, and pray is not a process. It's hysterical activity on the way to the grave. And then finally, what is the payoff for the prospect? It answers the question foremost on the mind of most prospects, what's in it for me? Although storytelling is somewhat of a lost art, it's more important than ever in our industry. What's your story of differentiation? See, this is more than just the 30-second elevator speech. It's more like a two-minute infomercial that highlights why people should buy from you. The key to telling your story is to be concise and succinct. In other words, make your story short and sweet. That's not as easy as it sounds, as suggested by the following that I once read. I love this one. It said, I'm sorry this memo is so long, I didn't have time to write a short one. Boy, how true. Writing with brevity is difficult and time-consuming, as I know from first-hand experience. You know, Recently, my company produced a two-minute video for our new private client group, the Sitkins Network. Well, I hate to tell you this, but it began as a 23-minute presentation, Our initial goal was to cap it at 18 minutes, which is the maximum length for the popular TED Talks. But even after whittling the length down to 15 minutes, we decided it was still way too long. Day after day, the coaches and the team worked tirelessly to boil down a substantial message into a very compressed, finished product. You know, it only took us a little more than a month to complete our two-minute message. Well, your story must be brief enough that everyone in your agency knows it, can repeat it, believes it, and shares it. If not, they're not living it or delivering it. And by the way, it's not believable. Next question. How do we pivot from transactions to risk advice? Now, don't underestimate the impact of digital disruption on our industry. That's the message I'm getting from many senior leaders at insurance carriers whom I've contacted recently. In fact, they predict that technology will account for a growing number of consumer transactions as today's buyers increasingly rely on the digital marketplace. To its peril, I think our industry is not keeping up with the trend as well as they should. While I completely appreciate the value of and the need for digital transactions, I also firmly believe that relationships still matter. They matter to the best agencies and agents and to the types of clients that you truly want to attract and retain. At the same time, I certainly can't ignore the very real threat digital disruption poses to our industry. Today's technology is constantly evolving. Today's apps and other digital tools will soon be obsolete and be replaced with something new, improved, faster, cheaper, quicker. On the other hand, you and your advice, the risk advice you give, I believe is pretty much irreplaceable. Therefore, as an independent agency and agent, your only real defense against technology and commoditization is the advice you offer your existing and future clients. Are you a risk advisor or a transaction facilitator? You and your agency won't survive by transactions alone. You must provide risk advice and offer insurance solutions. Next question. How will we attract our next great producer or service person? I can tell you that almost every agency owner, every agency principal I've surveyed recently has asked me the same questions. Where do we find people? How do we attract the best producers and service staff? Here's my first question to them, my first response. Is your agency an attractive place to work? Would it be on your community's list of best employers or best places to work? Other questions for agency leaders include, what's your agency strategy for attracting and retaining the best talent? What sort of training and development programs do you provide? Do people work in teams or in organizational silos? Do you offer incentive compensation programs? Do you provide specific opportunities for growth and promotion? I think these are things you've really got to sit down as a team and talk about. You know, we we look at attracting the people, something that I, I always have to ask. Are you hiring insurance talent or are you hiring talent? You know, there's not a single person listening to this podcast who was born with insurance knowledge. Let's face it, none of us had insurance knowledge when we were born. That's something that you've learned. That's something you can always teach. So to me, I want to focus on the overall talent instead. We can teach them insurance. How about this one? Do you know what your future ideal team members look like? We often talk about future ideal clients, not suspects or prospects, but future ideal clients. Shouldn't we also be thinking about what our future ideal team member looks like? How would you define and describe them? You should be recruiting every day, not just when there's a need. Here's a recruiting technique that works really well. The next time you're talking to a center of influence or an A client, mention that you're looking to expand your team. You're looking for another salesperson, service person, IT, whatever it may be, and describe exactly what you're looking for in that future ideal team member, that future ideal employee. If they don't have someone in mind at the moment, ask them to be on the lookout and contact you when they come across such a person. You'd be surprised at how well that technique works. Next question. How do you create overflowing pipelines? Well, the goal of creating overflowing pipelines is simple, and it's something you've heard me discuss countless times before. In fact, in a recent podcast, I talked about the importance of filling your pipeline with future ideal clients, not suspects and prospects, as I just mentioned but how do you create inbound leads? How are you utilizing social media? What are you doing with blogs and info marketing? The point is to create interest in your agency, your products and services, by providing insurance-related information on a regular basis, whether it's weekly, bi-weekly, or at least monthly. Another tried-and-true avenue to overflowing pipelines is, of course, through referrals. Okay, I know, ho-hum, but are you doing it? Are you really doing it? The same goes for working with centers of influence. We refer to them collectively as the coins, the center of influence network. Does every one of your producers have at least 10 coin members, and are they doing something with each one of them once a quarter? Now, you know what, that may sound boring, but quite frankly, it really works. Also, producers should be out in the community networking as often as possible something called the law of circulation. Get out there where the people are. Next really important question. How do we maximize our technology? You know, I just invested a day and a half with my content partner for the Better Way agency, Angela Adams. She's the best I've ever seen when it comes to maximizing automation and technology in the internal operations of an agency. I asked her to update me on how well the average agency is using their automation system and related technology. Well, in the past, whenever I'd ask her that, she'd me the number was a little bit under 50%. So I certainly figured that percent would be higher now. They'd be using a higher percent of the system due to the ongoing developments and advances in technology. Well, you can imagine my shock when she gave me the updated percentage. Less than 20%. I thought, oh my gosh, you're kidding me. Less than 20%. That's like paying an employee full-time wages and they're only showing up 20% of the time. Now, let's say you have anywhere between 100 dollars to $500,000 invested in technology, but 80% of it is not being used properly. What's wrong with that picture? Still, so many agencies wonder why their revenue per employee is not skyrocketing. In theory, it should be. With all the technology and the increase in the number of transactions being handled digitally these days, you'd think that revenue per employee would be up dramatically. One of the main reasons it's not is because agencies are investing in technology that's not being maximized. What really concerns me is that most agencies really aren't doing anything about it, even though the solutions are fairly straightforward. For instance, is there ongoing training for your producers and service people in how to properly use the technology? Does the agency monitor individual usage? And there are programs and services out there to track and analyze this. Is the agency active in its users group? That's where you're going to learn from other agencies that are really utilizing their system. Please take a hard look at that. Okay, we talked about digital here, and let's jump over to social media presence. Who's your SEO, Search Engine Optimization Manager? From personal experience, I can tell you it's amazing what's happened to us at Sitkin's since we added an SEO manager to our team a little over a year ago. Thanks to her expertise, our name is consistently at the top of numerous insurance-related searches. Strategic use of the right keywords will boost your agency's visibility in the marketplace, both viral and actual, giving you an edge over your competitors. So how do you rank in keywords in your marketplace? Do you even know? Another important aspect of social media involves your online image, both personal and professional. If you're a producer calling on business owners, you need to be especially careful about what you post. Remember, it's very likely that the new prospect, that future ideal client that you're about to meet, has checked you out online both LinkedIn and Facebook to see what you're posting, to see what you look like, just to kind of look at what type of person you are. You don't want to look like an idiot. That's why I strongly suggest that agencies establish a formal policy outlining what employees should and should not be posting. Those are just a few of the essential questions that agency owners should be able to answer. In our next podcast, we'll go through the remaining questions that I believe agency owners need to know the answers to. I sure hope you'll take the time to go through this first set. Find out which one should be part of your agency plan. And as always, you know what? It's your choice. Thanks for listening to Winning Strategies. For new opportunities to replace that which is no longer working in your agency and the ability to sell more, retain more, and earn more, visit our website, www.sittons.com. There's some free tools there you can use also.